get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. The power play just continues to hurt the Blues, and the Wild, they have the worst PK in the NHL. This is just continuing to be a problem. How do the Blues just find a way to work through this? I know that they have still been able to win games this season, but it feels like it's also costing them this game, uh, games this season. Yeah, it certainly has. It hasn't been an ideal situation, for sure. Um, but leading into last night, the power play had shown – a glimpse of positivity. They had scored three uh, power play goals in four games leading up to that. I know I'm kind of cherry picking a stat, but you kind of have to when the power play has been so bad all year and you try and build off some of the positives. Last night I saw a team that early on on the power play, like the very first couple of power plays in the first period, they actually were generating some opportunities. It looked good. It was crisp. It was fast. It was direct. And for whatever reason, on the four-minute power play, and that's the danger of those four minutes and five minutes. I even said it on the broadcast last night. I was like, when you get a penalty like this, you've got to think about scoring immediately. Don't think about, hey, take our time. and Because you lull yourself to sleep at the same time thinking, we've got plenty of time, so we're going to make three or four or seven more passes instead of shooting the puck. And it just sort of catches up to you. So if I'm... If I'm the Blues and I look back at my power play goals in the last handful of games, they were all very quick, direct plays to the net. One was a deflection, Jake Neighbors. Uh, another one was quick puck movement. Robert Thomas finds the seam to Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, another one was like a rebound-ish goal. Those are not pretty plays. I mean, Thomas to Buchnevich was, but it was a very direct play. So if I'm the Blues, I'm trying to simplify things and just get as many pucks to the net as possible. You talked about Jake Neighbors. Talk to me about him and just his uh, growth and, and now on the first line. How, what have you seen from him this season and, and how well he's been playing? Well, what I've seen from him is that it's a player willing to accept coaching and a player that's willing to continue to work and compete every day. And Jake's never cared from day one whether he started on the fourth line, second line. Now he's up on the first line. Like Nothing has changed in his game. And I think that's the best part about it is he's a very, very talented hockey player, but he's also a very North South player, which in my opinion helps out guys like Thomas and Buchnevich because they need, they need those dogs out there. They need those guys that are going to get in the corner, retrieve the puck, get to the front of the net, do the dirty work. But the thing that Jake neighbors has, which is a bonus is he's got the skill and the ability to score goals, to find the back of the net. And that helps out a lot because guys like Thomas and Buchnevich, they can play with a worker bee, but if that worker bee can't put the puck in the net, they're going to start getting frustrated because they need somebody out there. They can't just have a four-checker. They need an all-around player. I think that's what Jake Neighbors has been able to do lately. How important is that you, when you're a young player, knowing your role and showing up every single day and being consistent in that, that, that's something that allows you to get more time on the ice and allows your teammates to trust you and the coaches. Terry, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you the answer to all the problems for the young guys right now. Okay. okay? We're going to solve all of their problems. <laughs> Whatever the coach is asking you to do, Go do it. Do it. It's amazing. Yeah, Can it's you come amazing. talk to my team? 
Yeah, okay. yeah, I know, right? I might, the teams I've coached and my own children absolutely hate what I'm about to say next. I always tell them, hey, guess what? I'm giving you the answers to the test. Yes. And if you're not smart enough to use them, that's your fault, right. not mine. So don't come and bother me when you don't get playing time because I've already told you how to do it. Yep. Uh, I agree. Riv's global view, here we are about a quarter of the way through the season, and the Blues still hold the first wild card spot. Are you confident that by the end of this season, in the remaining three quarters of the season, that they'll be able to maintain that playoff spot? Yeah, look, it's going to be a battle, for sure. It's going to be all over the place at times. But when the season ends, I think we're in, man. I really do. I look at the Western Conference. I look at some of the struggles of some of the teams. And now I've had a good chance to see almost every team uh, to this point. And I look at our team, and we stack up well against those other teams that are in that hunt, in that spot. And so for for me, come the end of the season, if the Blues can just continue to improve, if their power play can start to improve just, a, uh, just one kick, just one little bit, that's going to be a big difference maker for this team. And by the way, I, I wanted to point this out because we talked about it off the top of the show. And you and I, everybody in the room has seen it a million times. Any team, any sport, manager, coach gets fired, there's a bump in effort. And you, you'd like for your team to have 100% effort for 82 games. But last night was one of those nights where Minnesota was playing with a little extra juice because of the coaching change, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you get a guy fired that players generally liked and you know your general manager has already kind of come down and laid it on the line for you you better go out there and play and you know talking to a couple of players uh, after pregame skate yesterday they knew it was coming and you know an interesting thing was brought up is just that that's still a pretty good team now they haven't been playing well but on paper that's a big physical team with a couple of guys who can hurt you as far as skill goes with Zuccarello, Kaprizov being the, the, the ringleaders there. But what Minnesota did was exactly that. They came out, they were physical, uh, they defended extremely well, they blocked shots, and when they had opportunities to score, they made the most of them. Rivs, we're looking forward to hearing you this afternoon on the Fast Lane here on 101 ESPN. The Sabres are in town tomorrow night, so that'll be fun to see uh, the, our, our old buddy Tage Thompson. Yeah, they've got a... They've got a fun, young, exciting team. They're a little bit of all over the place so far this year as well. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. It's going to be a tough matchup. You're coming back off the road again as the Blues, and you get that one spot kind of at home for that one spot game at home, and then you're back on the road again. So this is going to be a little bit of a mental toughness game, too, for the Blues. Kind of gather their thoughts. Win this one at home because you're turning around right away and getting back on the road for another four or five days. Well, you get some rest, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Rivs.